everyone, welcome back. Betsburts Golf here for the 2024 Farmers Insurance Open preview. We are dealing with a little bit of, uh, I don't know, Andy, you know, the birdie fests. I'm tired of some of the birdie fests. This is always a nice break. Uh, I like I like the marine layer. I like uh, sunny Southern California here. I like uh, I like all that comes with Torrey Pines. I know some of the golf course horrors out there are angry that all the holes look the same. They're all pretty fantastic and pretty to me. I don't know. We're stuck here in the Midwest. I like seeing uh, cliffs and oceans and uh, beautiful golf. And it starts on Wednesday this week. How are we doing? Yeah, two caveats. Uh, early start, which kicks us in the ass. I have to be spending a lot of time on golf today. I got a lot done already. I'm pretty happy with her, Matt. I got my my model uh, up on the site, my course fit model. We'll build another one here on the show in a little bit using the rabbit hole. Um, I've got most of my matchup research done. I have a couple I'm looking at. I just need to dig in a little deeper before I actually bet them. Uh, a couple books are not up. In fact, one book, uh, a maker of books, does not have any matchups for for the, the U.S. tournament, just the European tournament right now, which is bugging me a little. I like to look at those for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, I like this course. I like this tournament. Like you said, we've had some really easy ones between Hawaii and the two um, statesides so far that have been just birdie fest, a lot of scoring. This is a spot where we use this for majors. Like, this is a this is a tough course. This is a long course. And, yeah, everybody gets to play the north course once. It's a little bit of a respite. Um, and that is considerably easier, but if you make it through, if you make it to the weekend, normal 36 hole cut the, again, back to a little bit of normalcy there, you will, you know, you will obviously have to play that tougher course three times and then yeah, next week, right back to three tournament, three, three, uh, courses when we go up to, but Pebble Beach Monterey Spyglass for the, uh, at and I'm pretty sure I have to double check. I, I, I did. They, did they? They've done things. So it's funny. I looked at They the did website. in the COVID year. Yeah, I have to figure that out. I, I, I feel like I heard that. I know they did it during the COVID year. They cut one of them out, but I, I'll, I have to double check, see how it is with now it being a signature event. And yeah, yeah. One, of the, one of the years they – I was looking back at history of uh, the AT&T for some reason the other day. And it's like, oh, we used to play here, but then they had to drop that one from the rotation because they weren't – letting uh african-americans be members at that club and it was like 1990 or something it's like oh that's a that's a tough look you don't want to you don't want your club to be on wikipedia for that man like, yeah, it's, <laughs> that's that's not great so it's just uh yeah if, if i owned a golf club i would let everyone in just for for the record i'm going to put that out there into the space but yeah, let's Thank get you, into i appreciate that about you just all inclusive let's uh let's take a look at the two courses. Wait, well, can we talk Nick Dunlap real quick? Did you? How much golf did you watch? Because it was a, kind of like the final. No, he, stretch. he dropped out. He's a he's. Oh, he's I, 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 know, I final stretch of the Amex was kind of in the middle of uh, the shift of the two football games on Sunday, and obviously, you know, as we saw the numbers on CBS, everyone's watching football for sure. Yeah, uh, but football. pretty, pretty wild uh, for you know first time since '91 that we had an Am win, you know, and then not like an, a nothing amateur. Like this guy is is supposed to be. A player, but to you know, kind of Sammy Burns won a lot of golf tournaments. Like to stare down Burns, JT in the final group, kind of hold everyone off. Xander got hot as he does. You know, we love Xander from uh back of the pack, Xander, when there's no smoke to be had, like you go out and fire a 61 on you. But uh Nick Dunlap, but pretty cool uh to, to have an amateur one. I mean, I thought that was pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, 
I, I thought about betting against him when I was out on Saturday, and I'm, I, yeah. I looked at it. I'm just like at, at the price, and then with the t- with the setup of the course, I'm like, I don't, I don't think I can do it. Like if he is going to do it, it's a place like this where it's going to set up easy again tomorrow, and he, it, it isn't like oh man, he got himself in a lot of trouble because we're at you know a, a, a tough course, we're at you know a PGA Championship, we're at a U.S. Open. Like, uh, that's what we thought was going to happen to our guy, Wyndham Clark. It's like, oh, my God, there's a hundred ways to get in trouble here. And he hits, you know, the way he hits tee shots, we thought, you know, how is he going to stare down Rory and do this? And obviously it was the second shots that were just average proximity of uh, three inches somehow. But, you know, it was, it was, it got a little squirrely at the end. And uh, obviously Burnsy, Burnsy's the one who kind of choked it up. For he real. ended up finished like sixth, I think. I know. Not great if you had him in uh in a one and done, or if you're looking to cash a top five price, or you were probably uh, laying like minus twenty thousand on a top five pre tournament. I mean, like pre round four on birds. Yeah. <laughs> Not well. great. So, um, yeah, good for Dunlap. I wonder if he won't uh, go pro sooner than later. He's going to. For sure, it, he he will, but I wonder if he because he can play the Masters as an amateur. So there's some speculating he'd go pro after the Masters. There's some speculating he could go pro next week to go play yeah. it, play at the uh, AT and T, make some money there instead. So it, yet to be seen. He uh, took the week off, heading back to Alabama to hang out with family, friends, teammates. He said so. Kudos to him, and yeah, we are due for a long shot not to win and that's kind of that's we've kind of hit the perfect place for that because this is uh this is where cream does rise to the top here yeah yeah i mean the insane start to the season obviously with the absolute bombs i mean chris kirk winning uh the century i mean chris kirk was interesting that week um you know people were on him but we didn't think chris kirk was winning a short field, no cut designated event to kick off the year. And then obviously, you know, people, I had Keegan, Benny Ann was very popular. And then we get Grayson Murray out of nowhere off almost basically off the board. And then obviously Dunlap as well, where, you know, a lot of other popular plays are flirting at the top and come in, you know, kind of, uh, you know, top five or top six in Sam Burns's case. But yeah, we are hopefully due for maybe some, well, I mean, we'll see. I just entertaining golf uh, is really what we want here. And I think we typically see here, uh, at the farmers at the Pori Pines, as you mentioned, Wednesday golf super important. So, one and done's DFS lineups, bets, get them in today, get them in tonight, uh, or get them in very, very early tomorrow morning. Golf, so it's, it's still West Wednesday. Coast golf, like you have a little yeah. bit of time in the morning, but and you, the inevitable marine layer delay that comes on Wednesday morning because uh, it just is a thing. Like, uh, if you were up for a Wednesday morning drinking game. Uh, it is, you know, look at the number of times that that is said or referenced uh, is very, very common. Uh, and then we roll through and all of a sudden we have beautiful sunny skies in California. But yeah, as Andy mentions, um, rounds one and rounds two, golfers will split between the south and the north course. South course is the one that we, you know, we played the U.S. Open here a handful of years ago, 2021, I believe, with the ROM win. Uh, that was, uh, to me, it was the uh, Louis loss. Uh, that was painful. But again, like, yeah stretching we're at like 7700 yards the other course is a very playable large green public golf course 7200 yards from the tips so you know you got to score and take advantage there i think that matters if you're playing like say showdown you know we'll you know dfs content will be on the site and we'll have some more on that later for sure but uh you know you got to make your hay 
uh, when you get your shot there on the easier course for sure. And then again, the, all the big boy golf rounds three and rounds four. If you make the cut, we're back to 36 hole cut is being played there, obviously on the more difficult uh, South course. So again, difficult. Um, you see a large number of shots from 200 plus uh, fairways, hard to hit. Um, and when you get in that spot where it's like, Hey, fairways are hard to hit. That means they're hard to hit for everybody. Um, so in this spot where like, look, everyone needs to be playing a little bit from the rough. Um, it, these are smaller greens. You know, you really need bombers You and bombers too, partially. Andy, you need that club head speed to whack yourself out of the thick rough when you're 200 yards away as well. So it's kind of like you can play. We see some guys that have like maybe some really positive POA splits that show up here that are maybe fairway finders. Those guys, have, there's been a few that historically pop. Sam Ryder last year was one of those guys that was like in the mix till late on Sunday. You know, Sam Ryder, not a bomber. We've seen some guys that, you know, can can show here. But man, like I kind of want to lean that direction in terms of, you know, distance, club head speed, all that stuff here. Because I think it matters more than anything else that we're going to get into today. Yeah, I mean, even the guys who are bombers are going to be hitting pretty long irons into some of these greens. Sure. There's some longer fours, longer fives, even some even some threes, which is like you're going to have to be good with length, both with your driver and with your second shots. I mean, there are people who can play well here who are average off the tee. Sure. But it's just, it's you're going to, you know, there's going to have to be some making up for it down the road, down the hole. The guys who are below average off the tee, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Like you're really gonna have to just do it. You have to make everything on the green. You're gonna have to hit so many greens. Your long irons are gonna have to be perfect. It's just hard to make up for that here. Obviously not on the north course, but if you want to compete, if you want to be playing into the weekend, if you want to play those you know those weekend rounds, yeah, you're gonna have to be a little longer off the tee. I don't think I've seen anybody put together any sort of course fit model, not use driving distance, carry distance, club head speed, something like that. Like it, you're going to have to, you're going to have to have all of it. Yeah. You have to scramble your face off too, probably for anyone, uh, but especially if you're kind of in that mode where Andy's talking about where you're, you're not the long guy off the tee, uh, just because you're, you're going to be left. Uh, again, it's just harder to hold these greens too. And we have maybe a little bit of weather. Uh, it's, you know, I don't know in terms of like some rain that might make, at least early in the week, run out a little bit harder, especially if you start on the south course. So, like, we could look at that because we have that in the rabbit hole where, like, we get carry distance instead of actually just driving distance. So you're, like, capturing, you know, carry instead of run out, which I think is is pretty important too. But, um, you know, we have kind of some California guys here as well. It's been a little bit of a thing too, and that's actually interesting because that is the top of the board uh, from, like, the favorite standpoint. Or these are all – I wouldn't say – local guys but these are california guys you get that like afternoon bloom on the polo greens as well which i think is a thing it's a little bit harder to put on um, so navigating that having some familiarity there whether that is being from california or a lot of experience here i think we find that like course history has shown to be a little bit of a thing some past success navigating this track i think has mattered a little bit too i'm not overweighting that per se actually my betting card at the top is not uh, strong on guys that have uh, come here and had a ton of success in the past but i do think it matters like if you're looking for tiebreakers or matchups or you know whether that's uh, whatever you're doing and building a card i do think it matters a little bit what are your thoughts there yeah i'm not a big you know i'm not a big course history guy never have yeah. never will I, i'm gonna look at it a little it, it's more of a nudge a tiebreaker like you said i'm just I agree. It's not been a thing. I, I would use something more like, hey, there's 
five courses that are similar in a similar part of the country, yep. you know, West Coast Swing, Florida Swing, courses with a, a lot of water danger. I would use something like that just because it gives you a little bigger sample. Whereas, like, just only playing on Tory, it, it's hard for me to to get behind too much of that. Yep. All right, I agree. What should we uh should we play around and uh, build a model, do some stuff? Yeah, let's uh, let's build a model today. Let's do it. Um, before we do that, I want to let you know there are some uh, very easy ways to get access to what we're doing here at Bet's Birds Golf. Uh, we have partnered with our friends over at Vivid Picks, and uh, Vivid is probably a familiar name to you. Vivid Seats, uh, the parent company here, your secondary ticket market. Uh, Vivid Picks is a uh, DFS style pick'em site, similar to some other ones you're probably familiar with that have been around for a bit. Uh, you can sign up, use the links here in this article, and you can go over to batsportsgolf.com. If you are watching on YouTube now, this is uh, live and up on the screen. This is a article you could click on. There are links here, or you could simply go to your, you know, Play Store or wherever your App Store, download Vivid Picks, use promo code batsportsgolf. New depositors using our link. Uh, and you can do deposit and play for five bucks. They will match your first deposit up to 250. So if this is something that you think, hey, I want to play around with this. These are fun. And I'll tell you, honestly, Vivid is a really cool site. There's a social aspect to it too. Where like if you follow us on Vivid, like you can get boosted odds. We're going to have boosted plays specific for Betsperts Golf on here as well. So it's a cool site. They will match your first deposit up to 250 bucks. So deposit 250, you'll have 500 in your account. But if you just want to essentially use the loophole to get a cheaper subscription to Betsports Golf, $5 deposit and play using this information. Uh, and you can go ahead and do that and get an ac access to all that we do at Betsports Golf for 2024 for just that $5. Now, again, it's only available in, in like 28 states. They're all listed here. If that's not a state for you, just DM us on Twitter at Betsports Golf. You can hit up Andy or I specifically as well. We will do our best to get you, we'll get you a promo code. Uh, the best promo code that we can offer. Now, again, we can't get you a $5 subscription for the year at Betsports Golf. This is an affiliate deal. The affiliates make up for some of this stuff. But again, we will be very generous in our deal. Yeah, they, uh, I, I will put a link. I will put a link to this in, the, in the, the show notes. I'll put a link to this in the YouTube so you can find this article here. Take advantage of this. And obviously, like you said, it's five a yearly subscription. Normal price, 200 bucks. So if you want to, if you can, if you're in one of these states, if you can quickly drive to one of these states, if you can have somebody else log in for you in one of these states and, you know, send them your, send them your driver's license in the mail, whatever it takes you think it's worth. Five bucks is pretty cheap for a $200 membership. Like I said, I'll put a link to this in the show notes. I'll put a link to this article that has all the, the links and how to get you through it right there in the, the YouTube description as well. And yeah, let's pop over to the site. Take a look at the hole of rabbits. That's not what we're going to call it. That's a terrible way to phrase it. What do you think, Nooner? Oh, you, did you, did you lose your voice again? Oh, you're not, you got to try to talk so I can do a, do a clap check. No, I can't hear you. Switch over to switch over to the thing. can't stall for you if you don't change it i'm done talking about vivid i don't know if you can hear me never mind all right well i built my model i can talk about some of the key stats while noonan tries to figure out his tech he's 
much older than me. Sometimes it's an issue with this. Um, I will be, I have mine up there. If you see that, the blue expert rankings thing, you can click on that. You can find my model. Oh, I think I heard something. Yeah, I think we're good. All right, there you're back. I thought you fixed it. I thought I fixed it, Andy. I bought a new thing. Like I got I got the world's first mic. I yeah, gotta get a just, new mic. I was so excited that I fixed it. Right in the middle of talking, you, you just cut out. Yeah. I see so. your face, your face moving, and I'm like, oh man, this is not, it's not great. Sorry, folks. Uh anyway. No worries. Go to Vivid, Vivid Picks, Romo Code Betspurs Golf, go on the site, find that. Uh anyway, let's play around. This is the rabbit hole. Uh, if you're seeing this for the first time, this is a uh Officially licensed PGA stat database uh, with really unique stats, some stats that you're used to, some stats that you can't find or use or model anywhere else. And we will uh, kind of mess around and uh, see what comes out and uh, what we should be looking for this week. So, um, yeah, we talked about uh, we typically when we've done this so far, Andy, I have built kind of a baseline with strokes gain total to make sure that we are you know not missing the mark on the top of the board. Um, I want to get your thoughts. I did this on Monday on the, uh, the preview show uh, by myself, which again, I did not fall out that thank God I didn't fall by myself because uh, I wouldn't have had anyone to save me. But um, I talked about needing, I think strokes gain T to green is kind of the better way to go about it here. Uh, and my thought process there is that um, I would, instead of T to green, I would typically default to ball striking, but I do think around the green and scrambling matters a little bit here. So I think T to green captures that in a better way. Because I want to isolate, uh, I want to isolate putting, in terms of like poa putting. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and I'm fine still just using total for mine because it's just I'm using such a big sample size that it's going to capture rounds where you put didn't put well, rounds where you putted well, and I still did put in poa putting into my model. So I'm fine with whatever. But yeah, ball striking, tee to green, total, whatever you want to use. You don't have to use an anchor. If you don't, you you know, if you go real granular, that is the one issue that I, when I make my models, when I do my course fit modeling in the rabbit hole, I like to do something like that because if you just, let's say you build a model with like club head speed, putting on POA over the last 12 rounds and like, you know, going for the green percentage. Those are such oh, niche, okay. you know, yeah. those are such niche um, stats that, you get you might oh like oh like Morikawa is fiftieth in my model and Cantley's eightieth or something you know you're gonna have some of those top golfers that you know while they're doing a lot of things right some of those little minute things that you're looking at might not have been great for them over whatever sample you're using so I I don't like I don't like the top of the board guys to drift too far so I just use a little percentage of my weighting on you know. Uh, something big sample size and something standard like total just total strokes gain but whatever you want to do i, I don't want to build my model again i built mine i have mine let's say right. you rip it we can get kind of uh weird with this one yeah, okay just to walk people through very quickly you could see here uh, how to navigate this is some things that you could do if you want to click into like specifically uh the season you can mess around with some previous years um we're obviously defaulting here to the strokes gained view uh, but you can mess around with a lot of other things here. Floor ceiling is something that we just came out with, which I think is really exciting. We'll circle back to that. But you can see you can mess around here. Uh, you can mess around with the time frame along with here uh, below that, the rounds played. I'll have to make sure you're getting a sample size that makes sense to you. If you want to mess around with the region of the course, you get very specific state-wise. Now, again, some of this to me is overfitting. 
Um, it's not something that I would use, but if it's something that is useful to you, go for it. Um, course type is an option for you as well. If you want to find out specific course history, you can go in here and pick a course. Uh, and you know, again, you want to mess around with the time frame to make sure you're capturing a sample that is large enough to be worthwhile. We default to DraftKings scoring here if you're playing DFS. FanDuel is an option for you as well. Uh, you can set a minimum rounds right here too to also make sure you're eliminating any of the small sample variants for guys that uh, don't play often. Maybe they're corn fairy guys, uh, anything like that as well. Now, again, not just these display options, but you can go in here and the filter by condition situation uh, can be quite overwhelming. There are more conditions that you could possibly ever need, but they are available to you. And you can chop this data up in a way that you cannot do anywhere else. You want easy, difficult, or average scoring conditions? Cool. We also give you very easy and very difficult. Uh, also very short and very long. Um, anything you could possibly want here. The green service we'll get into, uh, fairway services, whatever you want to do. You can get down here. You'll see some stuff here. Driver heavy, less than driver. You know, driver heavy could be a thing that we did this week. Um, all these different things. You want to get scrambling on short grass, scrambling through like thicker rough. Uh, all that is available for you here uh, on the rabbit hole on Betsports Golf. So, all right. I like T to green, Andy. You built your model. I'm going to put T to green in here because I think it makes a ton of sense. We are capturing last nine months, last 36 holes. You can see here in the blue, folks, uh, this is going to give you number of rounds that we're looking at. And actually the uh, parentheses is, is strokes gain the shot link data captured rounds as well. Um, so I'm going to do this here. All you need to do is simply hit the plus, adds it to your uh, condition. You can put notes here if you want. I'm going to skip that for the speed of the show. Um, and then let's get into some of the putting stuff. So let's let's do POA putting. Right, we're going to have to mess around with the sample to make sure we capture that. Let's go green surface, POA What do you think? Should we capture? You can see here nine months. We're not. We haven't yeah, done anything with Poa. There's not a lot of Poa in the uh, summer and fall. So yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to go to a bigger sample, three, four, or five years, something like that, to capture some rounds. Okay, let's go three years. Let's set a minimum round of uh, 16 rounds. Some guys that have at least played a little bit, and we're looking to see strokes gains putting. Let's see, this sample captures 57 guys in the field. So maybe we go a little bit lower, see if we can extend that a little bit. I don't want to, uh, let's get this 81. Not bad. It's like the top half guys. The, yep. the people we that matter. The, you know, guys that we may have that matter. So uh, I'm having nearly at the top here, uh, which makes sense. He's a California, Coast guy. California yeah. Yep. Yep. Justin Suh, same thing. So, uh... I don't know Will Gordon's origin, but uh, you know, that's, that's interesting because Will Gordon, definitely a bomb and, and gouge guy. Let's add this here. All right. So uh, now let's get into, you can see here, I got a red dot and I got this little thing here. It tells me green surface POA. Uh, that tells you you have a condition. Make sure you turn it off so you don't do all of the rest of your data uh, with the same condition on. So let's get into some driving distance specific stuff. Uh, let's get off the T here. Now we can do a few things that are specific and things you can't do elsewhere. Uh, we can model total driving. Total driving is a very noisy stat, but I think tells a story in some spots. Total driving, and you can simply hover over this, and it tells you here what that stat is. It's a combination of rankings, uh, which in and of itself is probably why it's not a great stat. 
uh, but it tells you about the combination of where someone ranks in driving distance and driving accuracy. Good drives percentage uh, gives you a sense of um, do they get the ball? Do they get a green and reg uh, when the ball is not in the fairway? Uh, so I think is somewhat interesting this week, uh, which is something you know, maybe a different week. We can talk about that. I don't know what your thoughts there talked about distance from the edge of the fairway and spots where we want to hone in on accuracy. That is not this week. Uh, what we can get you here is both driving distance, basic driving distance, and then carry distance, which I think, well, let's just take a look. We I don't hate because you mentioned so you mentioned weather and I was about to correct you because there's not going to be any weather. It's looking actually very nice, but um, I think what you were alluding to once you finally said it is it's rained a bunch prior to the tournament and it's Sorry, very correct. it's wet. So the, the yep. grounds are wet, the conditions are wet. It's going to be soft and we might not see the rollout because, like I said, we're not going to get heavy winds either. So. It's not going to just dry out as uh, as well as it might if we did see some some high winds in the area, and yeah, carry distance might be a little more predictive or a little more prescriptive than what we're just going to look at driving distance when we're looking for bombers here. Yeah, no, good good point. And you see, just looking at these columns together, carry distance here and then driving distance, like you know, there's the guys at the top from a carry distance standpoint are here as well, but I think not capturing some of that rollout. Um, I think is important. And let's look at the inverse just to see uh, what happens there in terms of guys that are long on driving distance. But I uh, like Luke List, which is interesting. Luke List driving distance. Uh, he likes to get that rollout. He's more actually middle of the pack in terms of carry distance, which I think is interesting. Uh, <laughs> the bright green bar across the screen for Ludwig. Uh, yeah. is, I mean, look, the long and straight is going to play a lot of places. Uh, that This tends to maybe be one of them. Uh, there is uh, no shades of red on Ludwig's driving uh, bar here, which is, I think, pretty pretty interesting. Um, yeah, so I think because it is unique and something you can do nowhere else, uh, but I also do think it matters this week. So we're going to do carry distance specifically. We'll add this to our model and go from there. Um, something else that you can do, which is, I think, really wild, you can go down to miscellaneous metrics here. Um, we're not going to put it in. Um, club head speed. The fact that you can model club head speed, uh, I think there's probably a pretty strong uh, Chris Goddard right here. Ah, that, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, but I mean, Goddard was right there just now in our uh, in our carry distance, right? Min Woo, Cam Champ, Will Gordon again. Like this is a very strong. I think the club head toasty. speed thing is like, yeah, toast, <laughs> toasty. Uh, yeah, he's this is this is interesting too. Apex height. Uh, again, these are some specific things. Ball speed. You're not going to find anywhere else that you can actually put into a model in way it's uh, to you know spit out who you should be looking at this week. So uh, pretty cool stuff. So yeah, we're not going to add club head speed to be double counting. I think for carry distance, but again, um, I think the not just the the reason club head speed is interesting is because you're going to be whacking out of the thick rough here a little bit uh, no matter what, right? Um, I think of the gosh, what was the year? A couple of years ago, 19, 18. It was the year that like Leishman just sprayed it all over the yard and he sprayed it so bad that like he was into like where everyone was standing. Uh, he was actually avoided. He was so bad off the tee that he avoided the thick rough because he was in all the matted down stuff and, and just scrambled his face off and won here. So like, you don't have to be uh super accurate here, but getting it down uh, with distance and club at speed is going to matter. So it's available in the miscellaneous metrics. All right, um, we got T to green, we got the putting, we got driving distance. We do have a large plurality of sh approach shots 
from 200 plus. Do we want to, to do anything from an approach standpoint? Do we want to do anything from a proximity standpoint? Pro uh, probably. What, and what, I, what I ended up doing because greens and regulation is a predictive stat as much as it, you know, golf can be have predictive stats with how goofy it can get with the huge fields. But uh, it's a place where greens and regulations are tougher to find. Uh, the percentage of guys finding the greens and regulation is lower than your average course because it's tough. So I went to the filtering, and I, like you said, I picked tough scoring, or I picked long or very long courses. And, you know, because it, it doesn't matter how the setup is, there might be some dog legs that make it even worse. But I picked some places where long or very long was the classification. And then I put greens and regulation for like the last two years at long courses. It was kind okay. of a round, roundabout way to find accuracy and, you know, accuracy, more accuracy than anything, I guess, from, you know, long irons is what I did. Okay. I like that. Let's, let's take a look. I did not do that in mine. So this is a, this is a nice way to capture it to, uh, let's see here. Let's go back a, long, a little bit longer. Let's see if we can capture 50 rounds. Yeah. That, and that's the thing. Whenever you get more specific, yeah, you got to think about that. Like when you start looking at like the last three weeks of, you know, uh, courses with uh bent grass, it's just shit ain't going to happen because we've been, that's, you know, we weren't in the Midwest. We weren't up North. So, yeah, you're going to have to go bigger samples for this for sure. All right. Yeah, so if we go, you know, we're getting a mix of, uh, you know, actually we're not going to get a massive sample on. Kevin, you, we're not going to get a massive sample on, but I think that makes sense and checks out. Uh, so I think this is actually a pretty viable, pretty viable stat. I mean, Zalatoris has performed well. I mean, Morikawa is at the very top, uh, which I think makes a lot of sense too. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's add this. Greens and reg. Uh, but we are long and short or I'm sorry, uh, long and, and very long courses over the last 50 rounds. Uh, I like it. I like it. Um, all right. What else should we do? Do you think that that's like, I think we both kind of agree though. Less is more sometimes in the modeling standpoint. Uh, you start to like the more stats you get, the more convoluted it gets. Yeah. I like to keep it five or six things the most, you know? Yeah. yeah you can always you check where you're at. If you click, click the green button up top, It'll open a new tab, and if you if you've forgotten where you're at, it'll see yep. it'll show you what you've put into this point. So we do only have four. the four. I know what else matters. So maybe something scrambling, something around the greens. I think that would be the last key to the puzzle here. Yeah, that's I mean kind of captured in T to green a little bit, but we can isolate it. Um, other thing too, I want to show folks is that's available. We're in the approach window. You can actually go to fairway or rough specific approach. This is where you're going to see the proximity rounds, uh, proximity ranges, I'm sorry, as well, which I think is is pretty cool. Again, I'll turn these filters off. Uh, again, this will you know, recalibrate what my uh, my rankings are because it's going to rank them based off of the conditions that I have on. We'll turn those off. But yeah, if you want to get into specific proximity ranges, say 200 plus, which I think matters uh, this week, you can see here, this is where you get into all of those uh, little buckets, So, which I think is is pretty important. Let's just take a look and see who's here. Uh, fairway 200 plus last 50 rounds or uh, if available. So, you know, uh, Ryu, we're not getting that large of a sample, uh, but some of these other guys we are, which I think is, is interesting to see. If you want to see it from a, 
who's good at hacking it out of the rough. Uh, we don't have to add this, but let's just take a look and see who is there. And you can add these and, and put them in your model so you have them, but you don't have to give them any weights per se, uh, which I think is an option here too. Sanjay, uh, Carl Yuan playing some decent golf. Uh, Ludwig again here, uh, top three. Again, you know, we saw ball speed. We saw all those things, club head speed uh, for, for Ludwig. Uh, I think this is interesting as well. So, uh, but you mentioned scrambling. So let's go here and look at some... Uh, some scrambling stuff. I want to show people floor ceiling. We're not going to put it in. I, I don't know what your thoughts are, Andy, on the floor ceiling stuff. I think it's probably more DFS relevant than betting. You're probably it, it is. It's for a us. funny week. Like I'm glad we have it finally. I'm glad we're done with the dev on that. But it's not a great week to use it outside of DFS. I think. Yeah. So what this is is going to give you a sense of you know how consistent someone is, or what are their ceiling outcomes in these strokes gain buckets. So you, you know, we hear people talk about spiked putting weeks. We want to find guys that have, uh, you know, spiked putting weeks and they're like really good tee to green. Uh, but we should hone in on that guy. And if he has a spiked putting week, we'll be good to go. Well, what does that mean? How often does that happen? Uh, well, you can find out now here uh, on the rabbit hole. So, uh, this is defaulting to strokes gain total. If you go specifically again, you can mess around with any of the strokes gain buckets, but say you go putting specifically, uh, how often, uh, you can see where they rank or how frequently from a rounds gained percentage standpoint, are they gaining one stroke, two, three, all the way up to five strokes putting? Uh, and how often does that happen? So like you want to see spike putting weeks. This is last 50 rounds. Uh, Matt Wallace has some spiked putting weeks. Um, Dylan Wu, Sam Ryder, Sahith, big spike putting week guy. Um, you know, how often does that happen? How often are they gaining at least a stroke? Uh, or at least field average uh, to give you a sense of their floor, right? Min Wu, 70%. Sahith, Eric Cole, great putter. Um, you know, look, Grio, and not a guy that we would th typically think. Uh, Grio's field average uh, pretty frequently on the uh, with the flat stick these days, which is pretty wild. Keegan kind of fixed some of those bugaboos as well, which I think is interesting. So this tells you a story around consistency and spike ceiling options. Again, more uh, probably DFS centric, but uh, yeah, really cool tool. Uh, again, something that you can actually mess around with. And again, I think is uh, a unique thing that you can do here right now. And I had nowhere else. All right. Uh, let's mess around with the round the green. Yeah, let's find some scrambling. Finish up uh, finish up that last little piece and see where we're at. Uh, yeah. So I always get torn on how to mess around with the around the green stuff. Uh, around the green proximity, I think, is interesting. I You know, scrambling I hate it in general. I don't use it very often. I know. So... That's the tricky part. I feel like I'm going to talk you out of it. And we're going to stay with the four because we have it captured in T to green. But the one thing I do think is cool that I think matters in some spots, like say we're at Augusta scrambling short grass, that matters a lot. Uh, you have to be able to like, you know, you have those runoffs and you got like this place here at Tory. we have more of the like thick apron around the green. So scrambling from the rough is something that I think I want to capture versus scrambling from the short grass. So again, the ability to break these down uh, to find something that makes a lot of sense to where you are specifically having that optionality, I think is pretty cool. So uh, you can just capture basic scrambling. I'm kind of with Andy here. I think it's a little noisy and I do think we have it already. So I'm going to just, we're going to go with the four that we got. Gonna pull this in, hit that green button up top. Uh, and you can see, you got to give your report a name. Uh, we will do Betsworth Golf, Tori. for the show and this will be saved uh we'll turn this on for you you have it in the expert column uh and you can see 
you scroll down, I have a ton of different stuff down here. I got some like baseline driving stuff. Uh, you you want to run like a course fit model or just a you know, recent history model. You can just have these saved as many as you'd like. Uh, you know, I have an off the T model here and then you can just run them every week. You aren't limited to the number that you can uh, save, which is I think really cool. You can also go back here too. You want to download this into a CSV, chop it up and build a bunch of them and uh, weight them on your own. You can do that here as well, which I think is, uh, is pretty sweet. I like that. Corey. Right, that That is, you know, that is my part that I like. I made sure yeah. that was my little, little, uh, big push from you contribution. Like, man, I just want to be able to put this in the spreadsheet so I can work on matchups with it. Yep. Love it. How do we want to weigh this stuff? Um, again, did we only end up with four? We only ended so up added with four. one more. I didn't know. I didn't want to add scrambling. I vetoed it because we're T to green. I think it's already captured. All right. T to green has to be heavy because we're, we're carrying we're, That's kind of our anchor. If you want to call it 35, yep. 40, something like that. So we have a smaller amount of things. And then ranking them from there, I'd probably, you know, greens and regulation be probably keep that at 25. Then you're at 65, you need uh, 35 to go. So you probably have a decide which one's more important, carry. And I think it is carry. I do too. I'm going to go 20 and 15 for those two. Yeah, I was going to go 25, 10, but unless. Okay. No, that's fine. Putting, putting is. I always wait putting. Noisy. Yeah, I want to capture it. I want to get a sense of what it is, but like I, I don't want to. Um, you know, this is again another thing where no offense. Like I think Sam, I'll use Sam Ryder again. Like Sam Ryder's gonna like I like Sam Ryder this week. We'll probably bet on him to like T forty again, but I don't want Sam Ryder coming out eighth in this model. Um, now he's been great T to green. He's been great with approach, so maybe he will either way. But I don't want to like overweight the putting stuff, and I think this does a better job of capturing it. So um, I'm going to save this. Uh, for our sakes, we have this, and this will spit out again. You'll have the ability to kind of go through it uh, and just save and generate it. Let's see what we got. Love how fast this is. We're streaming. We're streaming. I got tech issues, and this still pops out quick. So love to see it. All right. So oh, I, guess, I, had, these are the top. I had Doug Kim. I had Doug Kim pop up on mine, too. And the, the joke was, can, you know, if Doug Kim could hit from the ladies' tees, uh, probably wins this because he is I Sam mean, Ryder still top huge, 10. He see that huge red there too. Like he's just yeah. not long. He doesn't have the carry. So good elsewhere though. And I always feel, I mean, again, like I'm not trying to build a model that spits out the top of the board at the top of the model, but man, it just makes sense. Right? Like, we should, like you, you, there's a reason that they're there. And all four of these, as we talked about at the top are California guys that like have course familiarity uh, I mean, like, again, like Xander is a spot where everyone's been begging Xander to win. I think he's going to win forever. He's at the top of the betting board. Home is your defending champ. Morikawa has played really well here. He's putted really well here, which is not typically a Morikawa thing. Cantley hasn't really performed super well here, uh, but, like, it's Patrick Cantley. He belongs to the top here, uh, which makes a ton of sense. So uh, the rest of it is very interesting. Uh, Taylor Pendrith, love to see it. Doug Gim. Uh, as you mentioned, Sanjay, we saw Sanjay in some other stuff that we didn't put in the model in terms of like 200 plus proximity. Sanjay pop, uh, popped really well there too. Eric Cole's playing great golf. Um, you know, interesting to see the greens and reg stuff not great for Eric Cole. Uh, Sam Ryder, who mentioned, you know, like fighting to make sure Sam Ryder's not in the top 10. He still is in the top 10. 
Sam Stevens was a guy that we went to the well on quite often last year uh, during the summer and is actually playing decent and I'm not surprised to see him here as well. So uh, yeah, Adam Shank hits it a mile. Uh, Matthias Schmidt popped really high for me yesterday when I ran my uh, pre-look first look on the show, which is interesting. So yeah, you know, Minwoo's a guy that we have a tough, you know, we don't have a ton of PGA centric data on Minwoo because he's played on the Asian tour a lot. He's playing on the DP world tour. Uh, but again, he's, uh, it makes sense for him to be, you know, towards the top here as well. So uh, yeah, I, uh, I like what we did here. And again, like the model system, Andy, and you can talk about how you use this for me. It's like, I'm not, I don't think you run and bet the top of your model. Uh, but man, like when you get the Taylor Pendrith, the Doug Gims, the Riders, and the Stevens populating, I think it forces you to dig in. Uh, that's a finishing position bet. That's a matchup uh, and should lead you to maybe doing a little bit more exploration. Yeah, that's where I usually take it from there. I download it. I do some comparisons on who I already liked. I have my baseline rankings for the year. Um, kind of use all of it to determine how I think a guy's, you know, his range of outcomes is for the week. Cause a lot of what I do is matchup stuff and, you know, uh, the spike stuff, maybe that is more of a, an outright stuff. And I, let's get into that a little is any of the names that I can see right now on the screen in your betting card. I haven't popped over to the discord yet. Yesterday was kind of nutty. I have had very little time for uh, jibber jabber. Yeah. I bet four outrights. Um, and one of them is here in the top 10. Um, I, I mean, if I lead you a little bit, I think you might be a little surprised at who it is. Uh, but yeah, one of these is uh, on my betting card currently. Are we going to give me a clue? Uh, it's Pendrith. It's Pendrith. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. I know you like him. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, look, he's playing really good golf. Yeah. Uh, you know, he did not play well at the American Express. But like T10 at Sony before that. Uh, really nice swing season. Shriners T3. Uh, you know, uh, the Mayakoba, wherever L Cardinal, where they went, uh, T15, uh, Bermuda T8. Uh, he's like playing really good golf now. Again, like didn't play well last week in the American Express, could not make a putt. Uh, but the approach game has been a little bit more consistent and he can hit it a mile and that helps. So, uh, you know, he's probably again, it was I got a 110 on Pendrith. I think like mostly we're looking at like 90s or so right now. Uh, let me see where he's at currently. So like part of it was like, I liked him. I knew he was going to show well for me in, in modeling. Uh, no, you can still get some big numbers on Pendrith. You still, uh, Chris is 140, 120 is still out there. So yeah, I mean that the 110 is, uh, did not, I did not move the market with my, with my Taylor Pendrith bet. Uh, but again, probably a better finishing position play. Uh, and I liked him uh, again, like the form. So he, it's not like he's winning golf tournaments as of late, uh, but yeah, he's, he's playing some decent golf and uh, you know, again, like we're riding, We've seen guys flirt with the top of the board here at that number, and it's been all it's won so far on the tour. So took a couple stabs there, uh, and Pendrith is uh, is the only one here in the top ten of the model that uh, that made my betting card. But yeah, where are you looking at the top of the board? So we got the California kids, uh, you know, any all all short, all real short. And again, you're not typically. I'd be kind of stunned if you told me all of a sudden that you're starting with one of these guys that's 12 or shorter. Cause look, basically across the board, I mean like Xander at Chris is seven. You can find a 10 out there. Uh, Colin basically 11, 10 and change across the board. Max at 12 defending champ. Was played well previously. Cantley uh, 12 here. I think because he's getting docked a little bit for not having the course history that some of these other guys are. There's someone in the tier by themselves. 
uh, on the betting board. Any of them in any consideration for you at all? I mean, not really. I, I, it's going to be hard for me to differentiate that. I, I might not bet outright. It might just be top 10, top 20s here because it is, it is like one homogenous tier at the top for me between some of those guys at this point. I don't know if that if that makes sense. Like I just don't have I don't have a good way to split these guys up right now. People seemed so mad yesterday about like the board and the prices. And I get it. Like if you if you have like you know, you romanticize about you know 20 on column, like it's just it's just wasn't gonna happen here. Like I don't know what people were expecting at the top of the board here in terms of like Maybe people weren't complaining about the, the top specifically, but I was just like, "What did you expect? Like these, they fit well. They're familiar with the course. They're like I, I, I was expecting to not see a 15 on any of these guys, and we didn't. We never even really flirted with it. So, kind of makes sense to me. Have you had a yeah, preference? I mean, Where would some you of, some of those some of those long? And again, I we we started the show saying like long shots might it might be the time to stop betting long shots, but the guys that. Like we, we did find here that Doug Gim outside of the driving fits so well. Um, Sam Ryder, like you said, with the putting Adam Svensson, this kind of mm-hmm. popping in everything I'm doing. Another guy I bet way too much. Ben Griffin, if you want some bomb, 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 bombs, um, but really like semi bomb, maybe an Adam Shank. I guess he's part near 100 too. So, yeah. For me, it's uh, Hideki is up there, but his driving is not what it once was, I guess. Straka is someone I looked at around 50, who kind of matches up well here too. And then, you know, like you said, I can still get Taylor Pendrith for 95. Maybe I just have the one outright and I ride Pendrith with you. Let's go. Did you Cole? Uh, what do you think of Cole? It's finally priced where he should be. You know what Cole is to me, Andy? This is where I struggle with Cole. Cole was like, uh, you know, we were we were early. It was like we discovered the band before, like, they went public. Like, we were going when they were playing, uh, you know, 250-person show yeah. uh, in a small bar. And then all of a sudden, like, now they're selling out. Not necessarily, like, arenas, but, like, you know, mini arenas. And everyone's going Eric Cole. Everyone's wearing Eric Cole T-shirts. Uh, that's kind of where I feel. And I'm like, we were there early. We were betting Eric Cole all the time at like 80. And like, he wasn't winning, but like, we were cashing tickets on Eric Cole. It's just hard for me to now pay 30, 35 for Eric Cole without the win. Like, that's that's the tough part. Yeah, he's 30. Um, Jagger, 75, somebody I like. You love that, I'm sure. Always love Jagger. Um, yeah. Luke List, I probably can't bet, even though he is he is a winner and he is a proven winner. Not too far off. Uh, Michael Kim, yeah. more than just a Twitter account. Yeah, Great Twitter really, account. But really yeah. nice showing. Uh, I think he's from San Diego. I believe he went to Torrey Pines High School, he said. I think, I think he is like a very, very local. You know what? I'm, I'm going to bet Michael Kim. I'm going to tell him to. I did. Uh, I, I insulted him once online, sort of. Something about like he couldn't believe so many people liked his Twitter. And I'm like, what's because you're a better storyteller than you are a golfer. Oh, and I'm like, man. and I'm like, and, and you're a pretty good golfer. And uh, uh, he's, like, he's like, I don't even know how to take this. Sorry, it's Mike. a backhanded compliment, but it does. I want to see if I can catch a block. Nobody ever blocks me anymore. But uh, yeah, I, I like him this week. I'm going to bet him at like 80, 90 to one. Why not? He's uh, he's playing some of the best golf he has in a long time. 
Well, you, you named another name that I bet. Uh, we were just talking about the, my two bombs. I, I don't know what to make of Luke List. He's actually like, he's actually he's like putting. 90 to one too, man. Yeah. Uh, if you look over the last, uh, I have to look at the notes. So like, we know what it is. He's been like historically, he's awesome tee to green. He always has been. Um, it's never been a concern. Distance is great. We already checked on that. Over the past 36 rounds, he is positive strokes game putting. He is just baseline putting, no POA specific splits. And now we know he's played really well here for like, I think right, we got a T25, a T10, and then the win. Uh, and the win was painful because we had Zal that week. But in this field, he's 55th in strokes game putting over the last 36 rounds. Um, and he played a putts better on POA. So it's it's really, really, he would in 2022, he lost 0.89 strokes per round on the green. Yeah. He was losing almost a stroke per round in the green. Now he is slightly above field average, which is really cool. So like, I don't know, I, I, 90, I think is still, it's interesting um, in a spot where it's probably a better finishing position bet, probably a better matchup target, but I don't know, like playing good golf, he's played well here, uh, and all of a sudden can do the one thing that he could never do. So uh, yeah, I think it's worth a bet. Yeah, I'm going. These aren't these aren't the bombs that we've seen for the past few weeks. These aren't 400 to one. So I'm I'm comfortable with my. Um, I love the 90s. Yeah. I'm going because they're all around. The, they're all around this this price range. So I will take Luke List. You've convinced me. I went. I was looking while you were talking. Yeah, it's it's sometimes you get it in your head. Like this guy just never has putted, and I mean he's putting now. So Luke List. Weird. Michael Kim, who's, I guess, in the 80s. He's in the 80s. I bet I could find a better price than him. Adam Shank, Taylor Pendrith. All 80 or 90 to 1. Right in there. I'm going to go hunt those prices out and bet those yeah. this afternoon. That is, School uh, down. That is, Shank was 12th in the model that we just ran. I have a meeting in, I have a meeting in like 10 minutes. I'm going to bet him during that meeting. Yeah, there you go. Productive. Uh, my, two, my two top of the board place um ish because i do think we're going to get to a spot where like we kind of talked about it we don't love the price of the top four but it feels like maybe a spot where like the cream rises to the top and you do have some like elite players i played ludwig at 22 um he just again like you haven't seen the like debutantes win here often the last one we did was john rom um who I don't know. I don't want to do that to Ludwig and say that he's going to be John Rom, but like, I don't think we think Ludwig's going anywhere. I think he's going to be no. uh, in the Xander Cantley tier. He already is in a lot of ways. Uh, and look, in terms of like thinking about long and straight, all right, you know, we joke like, all right, long and straight plays anywhere. I'm like, where does it matter? Like, where does long and straight like benefit you more than anywhere else? Probably here. Preparatory uh, lines. I think so. So like 22. Even though, like, I would wanted to give a little bit of like tiebreaker to guys that had played here before, I don't know, man. And like early in his career, when we first got him in, like early in like his pro career, it was really rocky from an approach standpoint. And like that hasn't been the case. He's gained strokes in his past eight measured rounds. We got some measured rounds, unmeasured rounds in there where he's played really well too. So like, I feel like he's figured it out a little bit. Um, when I looked into the uh, ceiling, uh, strokes and putting ceiling I, again, we didn't model it. But he's third in the field in uh, gaining three or more strokes putting at 9.8%. So, like, 
again, I don't have a large POA thing to lean on here, but like we have seen him have some really hot putting weeks. So Ludwig at 22, and I think those are still out there. Like I so, thought they were I, That is a matchup I circled. Because if you look just strictly at the modeling, we're using sample sizes that aren't going to cover him properly. Right. There's just that's always going to be an issue with these guys who are just coming up, and it's it didn't used to be as big of an issue because guys first coming up sucked ass. They were you know the guys that lived in their cars for two years, drove around to the mini tours, barely made it off the goddamn McKenzie tour, and then you know made three cuts their first year. We didn't have these guys that just come out of nowhere. And not, not only some of the guys coming out of the KFT, but like college guys that are actually going and playing in college have been so good. So it's harder to grab some of the samples from those guys. You just have to know and watch golf and have some context for like, like, for sure. I mean, he went and played, he went and played the damn Ryder cup. You know, some, awesome. some of these some of these young golfers have absolute ice in their veins at this point. I mean, last week is a great example of that going down the stretch with some big names. So I have a matchup, and I don't usually talk about matchups on here, but this is a fun one because, and as I mentioned the other week, I you know I got some feedbacks from somebody said like, "Hey, I don't, <laughs> I can't bet it." You know, like I don't have bookmaker, I don't have your wherever you're betting in the goddamn offshores, Andy. So I tried to, I found one last week for the newsletter that was on FanDuel for the, the legal betting. And actually I did too, because I still had one that I really liked in bookmaker. And you know what? Uh, both, uh, both settled at the cut line. It was pretty nice. Although it, what if the cut line were 36 holes, I don't think it would have settled. I think I needed the, hmm. the extra day of uh, I think Shane Lowry sucking a little bit right at the end. <laughs> I can't believe the cut got to 13. He ended up missing Crazy. the cut by one, but uh, I, I played uh, Norin over Shane Lowry. But uh, well, this one's nice because it is at FanDuel and Bet Online, and it is a guy in Sung JM. And if you look at, go look at his distance. Like he's not bad, but average-ish. I think is probably what you're going to find out. Um, and obviously grades out well and a lot of other stuff and he's a big name, but he is too big of a favorite in my opinion, uh, in this matchup for sure. So I'm taking Aberg as a, as a dog here. You can get, I think DraftKings has plus one Oh five and then mm -hmm. bet online had plus one Oh eight on this one right now. So Aberg, Aberg, somebody I'm, I'm betting for a full tournament, 72 hole matchup against Sun JM. Love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sanjay, 89th. Obear, I still say Aberg. Obear. Yeah. We'll get Obear. there. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, Sanjay, 89th in carry distance in what we just modeled out. Uh, yeah, again, a great golfer. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. If we're getting a, a plus money on on the other guy, like, like uh, Ludwig Obear. Call Luda. <laughs> Luda. My wife loves Luda. Um, Obviously. All right. The other one that I bet is also in the same boat. We just aren't going to get him to model properly. Um, and I feel, you know, the range of outcomes is a little bit more vast on Minwoo Lee. But, yeah, he's been playing really good golf. Can scramble his face off. We saw from a carry distance standpoint, uh, he's been fantastic. Uh, yeah, short game is great. Spike putting weeks if, you know, you want to get really hot in the green. Uh, T green's going to capture a nice number on him, but like the approach stuff is sometimes really wonky, but he makes up for it because he's so damn good around the green. So, um, I got a 31 
uh, which I think is a, I think those are gone. Um, whereas the Obear numbers are still around. Looking yeah. at domestics, Min was very popular in the in yeah. the streets right now. He's fun, you know, like he's young, charismatic. Uh, he's, I think he's just got a lot of like. The kids say pizzazz anymore, Andy. Uh, he's got Riz. I he's got Riz. Oh, he's, he's, he's got Riz for sure. He's got yeah. drip, drip for days. He's got sauce for weeks. Um, yeah, <laughs> Lululemon's for next. Uh, Poster boy. No, a lot of people do like him. And like you said, because he, he played on the other tour, some of the sample sizes are a little weird for actual PGA yeah. event stuff, but I mean, he's just a good golfer. He's playing really well right now. Yeah. He's just coming up. Uh, you want to like, we've played really good golf. Uh, we played again. I wouldn't make a comp to LACC and Tory Pines, but again, they both have recently hosted us opens Minwoo last year, T five, um, Again, and that was that is a really good example of like, you know, we talked about guys who haven't played here much, like to go out on that course that so many people just went out and threw their hands up, like I can't play this course, I'm struggling. The the tilted fairways and all the issues that had with that, like to yeah. to go out and really perform well there was something I thought. Yeah, because like we all remember the opening round and people were like all mad that like Ricky and Xander went berserk, like. Win the one at like 10 under. So like, yeah. that was not like a crazy finishing. Like everyone came back to earth uh, pretty quickly there. So that was, you know, to compete and show up at a, you know, big boy tournament. Just the moment's not too big. The field's not too big. I uh, like him quite a bit at 31. And again, like mostly gone, but yeah. Uh, I think score. I may have had like winning score under, you know, or over, you know, whatever it was, 270 something. And like after that first round, like, oh, that bet's dead. And then it, it ended up cashing in that uh, after three more days, a little, little more carnage. So, yeah. All right. Recap, recap your uh, outrights quick before we sign off for the day. Uh, Ludwig at 22. Those are basically still available. Minwoo, 31. Uh, 25s are still out there. Yeah. Um, and um, Luke List at 90, still readily available. Oh, Taylor yeah. Pendrith, 110. You can get better than that. Uh, people didn't like my Pendrith action. So uh, 120s, 125s are out there with those those four. So uh, those are my those are my four outrights, and I'm done. Um, okay. Yep. And I'll join you on list in Pendrith, but I will also add Michael Kim and Adam Shank. Nobody near the top of the board. Like I said, I do have a matchup I'm looking at with Ludwig over Sungjae. That's a fun one. That'd be a fun group. That's a fun one. I would yeah. play with that group. So, all right. Uh, check out the preview article over at Bets First Golf. Ron writes, if you're a member, we'll catch you in the Discord. If you're not and you have questions or you want a, again, if you want to try out this, you want to try out this tool, the rabbit hole, and maybe you just want to dip your toes in the water, we have we have weekly packages. Ten yeah. bucks, dude. That's like a coffee and a half if you're waiting in line at Starbucks. So, ten bucks. Just try it out for a week and then don't, you know, don't forget that you're, paying every week then you know if you do like it the monthly subscription is a little more uh reasonable over the course of four weeks so you can always change your you know change your subscription as you go but yeah 10 bucks for a week if you're in a vivid state obviously as we talked about five bucks over in vivid you can get a whole year so if you have any questions dm us uh if you have any comments leave them in the stream if you have a sneaky winner you think we missed obviously leave a comment here on the youtube or hit us up on twitter and with that we're gone we'll catch you next week do 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 do